What keeps you up at night is brought to you by Plastics News, the essential news source for the plastics industry. Did you know the Plastics News data store has dozens of rankings and lists to help drive your market intelligence? The Plastics News data store has information your business needs. Find out more at plasticsnews.com data lists. I'm Brennan Lafferty, publisher of Plastics News. This is What Keeps You Up at Night. My guest this week, Jeff Ignatowski, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Grand Traverse Plastics. Ignatowski stops by to discuss if the COVID-19 outbreak will disrupt this Michigan-based company's plan to expand through acquisitions. Also, Ignatowski talks lights-out manufacturing and the impact of young stars on Grand Traverse. It's April 22nd. What Keeps You Up at Night begins now. Jeff Ignatowski joins me from Bloomfield Hills in his home office. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for speaking with me today. Hi, Brennan. How are you today? So first, Jeff, give us the elevator speech on Grand Traverse Plastics. Uh, number of employees, the markets you serve, number of machines you run, things like that. Sure. Grand Traverse Plastics, uh, currently we have approximately 107 employees uh, that we run five days a week. Uh, we have a campus up in northern Michigan in Traverse City uh, where we have three facilities uh, that we primarily serve the automotive market, uh, something that we're looking to expand upon. Uh, but we're currently running 22 machines. Now, the global pandemic, COVID-19, is on everybody's mind today. How has that impacted your operations? I have to assume it has. Um, are you running at the same capacity as you were in January, maybe even into February? No, unfortunately. Uh, in fact, we were seeing uh, some record sales uh, just prior to uh, COVID-19. Um, initially, we received an exemption and we continue to run based on supplying the automotive industry as well as we uh, supply into some industrial markets that required us to run as well. But uh, when the automotive industry eventually decided to, to stop, uh, we stopped uh, one of our facilities. And then once we fulfilled the immediate requirements for our industrial customers, uh, we stopped as well. So we've been down. Um, you know, for a good 30 days, uh, but we expect to be up and running uh, next week. How many shifts will be running come next week? There's a lot of uncertainty, as you can expect. Uh, General Motors, who's one of our largest customers, has given us some releases, which I see as, as optimistic, but we're going to gear up to try to support them uh, for those releases. But uh, we are going to have uh, all three shifts running uh, initially just to see what kind of um, uh, releases and capacity needs we have. Now, Plastics News, we've reported that your facility known as Plant 3 has plans to operate lights out. I'm curious to know, is that plan still on track? And for any listeners out there who might be new to manufacturing, can you briefly explain uh, how a lights operation works, lights out operation works? 
Sure. So uh, we are continuing to move forward uh, with a conversion to that lights out facility. Uh, initially, we we're looking at maybe uh, four presses, but looks like maybe we'll just tone that down to three presses initially. Um, the demand that we have in some of our new product segments, which is demanding not only this capacity, but this type of uh, lights out facility, we still see that demand moving forward. Uh, so we will continue. Lights out is, is really a scenario where you've got minimal uh, human interaction or minimal operators. Most injection molding facilities generally have uh, either a full or partial operator that's uh, uh, either running the press or doing some uh, post-assembly operations. Um, Lights out allows you to utilize technology to its fullest and really just have one or two uh, supervisors, if you will, that will be running the entire operation. Now, you'd mentioned to me that Grand Traverse Plastics has been in growth mode. You guys were looking at some acquisitions. Curious to know, will that acquisition-minded strategy continue during this business climate? There has to be some businesses for sale out there because of the crisis, I'm sure. Yeah, that is uh, correct. We are still actively looking for an acquisition. In fact, we hope to be starting the due diligence stage here shortly uh, with an acquisition in the southeast. One of the things that we've acknowledged is not only are we heavy in the automotive industry, but also geographically being in northern Michigan, although nice, I have uh, noticed we do need some uh, expansion. So the southeast seems to be a good target for both geographic and market diversification for us. The availability of companies in the future, that might just be another acquisition for us. Uh, hopefully the one that we have uh, lined up right now will continue to move forward. So you talked a little bit about diversification or implied it. Uh, any thoughts of entering the medical market anytime soon? Medical couldn't be uh, a larger opportunity now, but I imagine it's difficult to flip the switch today to get into medical. One of the things about medical, as you well know, is the infrastructure requirement and the systems and procedures are very different than most industrial, even automotive manufacturing. So we see that as a challenge to try to get into medical, at least organically. Uh, most likely, it will be just a complete acquisition of a medical molder, and we'll allow their uh, existing expertise um, to, to, to move us forward uh, instead of growing organically. Jeff, let's, uh, let's end with some good news. One of your young senior process engineers was just named to the Plastics News Rising Stars list. Uh, we will honor him as well as the other 24 rising stars at next year's executive forum. But I'm curious to know, what does it mean for Grand Traverse uh, to know you've got some young talent handling some pretty big responsibilities? Yeah, we're very proud of Andy. Um, you know, one of the things that's, that's even more heartwarming is that he kind of worked his way up. Uh, he didn't come in in this position. Uh, he decided that he was going to make a career out of the plastics industry and slowly worked his way up to a position. In fact, uh, he will be the one uh, responsible to manage plant three that we discussed prior. Uh, he will be promoted to that position. That's quite a bit of responsibility for someone um, who's, uh, as you said, worked his way up through the organization. Well, my congratulations to him. Yeah, very proud of him, and it's just nice to see some younger individuals get into the, the plastics industry. Well, Jeff, thanks for your time today. Uh, my best to you and your family and to the entire team at Grand Traverse Plastics. 
Well, thank you. I appreciate your time and uh, best wishes to you and your family as well. My thanks to Jeff Ignatowski, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Grand Traverse Plastics. To find out more about Grand Traverse and its specialization in under-the-hood auto components, electric vehicle components, and other plastic products, visit grand-t.com. Web producer Aaron Sloan helps produce this podcast. Hattie Shaheda designed our graphics for the website and social media. Special thanks to Andrew Lafferty and Zeke Lafferty for reading our sponsor messages. Thanks to Grace Lafferty for her expert audio editing. And thank you for listening. What Keeps You Up at Night is brought to you by Plastics News. For more podcasts like this, visit plasticsnews.com audio. I'm Brennan Lafferty, publisher of Plastics News. So many of us these days are working from home and we are surrounded by our loved ones. In that spirit, here's my son, Zeke Lafferty, with our closing sponsorship message. What Keeps You Up at Night is brought to you by Plastics News, the essential news source for the plastics industry. Sign up today for a paid subscription to Plastics News. Options include print, digital, or group subscriptions tailored. For your business needs, find out more at plasticnews.com slash subscribe.